Let's get your book published. Sharing the truth while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. Today we have a special author interview. I worked with Autumn back in 2015 and reconnected with her today in a new series of shows where I will be interviewing a few of the authors I've worked with over the years, what their book is about, how the book has helped them, what it has done for them, and where they are now. So let me introduce to you Autumn Shields. Autumn Shields is a speaker, author, podcaster, and entrepreneur. Autumn was a police victim advocate in Colorado. During her career, she was able to assist thousands of crime victims. While she was working in this field and helping raise four children, Autumn started to build a business in social marketing with a health and wellness company. Within a few years, she was promoted to the top 1% in her company. She now lives a life by design and helps others to do the same. She published a book called Living Your Life Alive and hosts a podcast called The Living Alive Show. She has a passion for helping others achieve a life that they dream of by learning how to follow life's nudges and step into their purpose. Autumn guides people to truly live their life alive. You can connect with her at autumnshields.com. And here is our interview. Hi, Autumn. Welcome to the show. Thank um, you, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So we, we met, uh, we both lived in Maui, Hawaii. And uh, we worked together, I think it was about 2015, maybe when you released your first book uh, in hardcover. And then I think you published your softcover um, probably 2017. We worked together on your book, Living Your Life Alive. And just tell us what prompted you to write your book. Actually, I never, it was never on my radar to write a book. I wasn't, I wasn't sitting around saying, you know what, I'd love to write a book someday. But a funny thing happened to me. I was moving to Maui from Colorado and my ex-husband actually said, hey, I have something for you. And he dropped off this book called How to Write a Book, which is by the way, not a great book. But um, <laughs> I thought, I don't know why he's giving this to me. And I kind of brushed it off. And then I got to Hawaii and I had several people in a very short amount of time saying, oh, you're writing a book, right? And I'm like, no, I'm not writing a book. Why do people keep asking me this? And then all of a sudden I felt like the nudge, I call it the nudge in, you know, in life, I believe it's more of a divine thing. And I just kind of felt this nudge, like I need to write a book. And I kept thinking that's silly. What would I write about? I don't have any resources to be able to do this. I don't really have the time and I have ADHD off the charts. So it's really hard for me to hold still, let alone like sit down and write and focus my thoughts. And so I kept brushing it off and brushing it off and I started writing and I, uh, and I was all over the place in my writing and I thought, well, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. And I don't like to spend the time researching on how to get a book out. Um, that's why I think, you know, what you do is an important thing for so many people because I would have gotten hung up there and just stopped. Um, but it's so nice when you're able to connect with those resources. And so I started just writing and then I started writing and then I started writing some more. And um, as the book evolved, I changed it a lot of times and I had to allow myself for the book to kind of, you know, it, to me, it's like its own little thing. And I had to allow it to evolve into what it was supposed to be. Mm. So what, uh, what was it that really inspired you to write the book in the first place? I definitely just felt that nudge 
to do it. And I thought, you know what? It doesn't hurt to start writing. It doesn't matter what really ever happens to the book. The, the biggest thing is, is just starting. And I'm a kind of person that I don't want to start something unless I finish it. So I knew eventually I would finish it and probably did take me about a year. Um, but I really enjoyed the process once I got into it. I, you know, I would go to different places all over the island and write for the day. And I just allowed myself to write 15 minutes maybe or two hours. But I just, I knew that it had to come out of me. Mm, yeah, I felt the same when I wrote mine. And okay, so what advice would you give to somebody um, regarding how you would organize writing or you know, how you would move through the process of putting a book together? That's a great question. I would love to give credit to who taught me this. And I remember taking a, um, a workshop on Maui and I cannot remember um, who actually shared this in the class. But um, I learned not to write from like the start of the story to the end of the story. And if you think about how movies are, movies never go from like a beginning, like I was one years old and I died at 76. You know, there's always pieces and chunks and then you go backwards maybe in your story and then you go forward and that's kind of what keeps things interesting and it doesn't have to be in order. And then my thoughts are all over. So let's say I thought of a story about my childhood and, and I think, ooh, maybe that would be in chapter two or the topic, you know, that would like fit the topic of chapter two, or maybe it would fit the topic of chapter five. And then, you know, you're in writing in a word doc or it's all over the place. And I, I would lose stories or I would lose the flow. And so what I learned to do is I had a big office, a wall in my office and I had sticky notes. So mm -hmm. I, instead of putting things in order, I would label something like whatever I think, uh, let's say a, a chapter title is like take the leap. So I would put take the leap and I would think that that would be chapter one. Well, I learned not to worry about chapters or order. I would just put the title up there, put a quote. And then as I started writing and thinking about a story or I saw something or I saw a quote or I remembered something, I would write that on a sticky and like as a bullet point and just put it where I think it would go under that chapter. Now I would write that in a separate area. So let's say I have a story about my childhood when I was five years old. I would write that out. So maybe it's a paragraph, maybe it's six pages long. All it doesn't matter. It's just that chunk. And then if you're going to go to move that chunk, it's easy because it's just a sticky note you move over. And then the flow started happening. I had to see it on a wall and I had to have it in chunks because as I started writing, I would get lost on where it was. And it was just, there was no flow to it. So that really helped me visually see that, you know what, that actually makes more sense to move this entire chapter two chapters later. And it was okay to do that, you know, because as you write, there's those things that, uh, you know, it evolves and it was an easy way for me to move things around and not get lost in, you know, 300 pages of, of word docs somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know it's, it's always a war zone when I write and I pull out my big, you know, whiteboards and I've got sticky notes everywhere and everybody knows just don't come in there. <laughs> yes. So uh, your title of your book, Living Your Life Alive, what does that actually mean for you and how does that transfer into what your author gets out of the book? Well, I wanted the title to be, you had the power all along, my dear. And I just wanted that to be the title. And then I realized um, I like the word you're in a title because it, it doesn't, you know, unless you're Oprah, unless you're like have a, a story, nobody really knows Autumn Shields or the story or the stories behind my life. They, it, you know, people pick up books because it's about them. They're looking for something that they need fulfilled or that they find interesting. So that's why they pick up the book. And so I want it to be about 
that somebody could really live their life alive. And I believe that people can live their life alive by following life's nudges. And through these little nudges, whether they're little ones or big ones, that's how people really step into their calling. Um, and, and the big way, and that is important to me because it's it causes a ripple effect. And if people don't step into their best life and where they're called to be, it, um, it affects the ripple effect for all of us. And so um, I believe in little tiny nudges that help us live our life alive. It might just be like, I'm taking a yoga class and I'm nudged to go over and talk to you. And I think, oh, that's silly. She's probably in a hurry. Or, you know, I don't, I don't know her that well. Well, there's a nudge. You have to pay attention to those nudges because there's a reason why I was supposed to connect with you. Maybe it was just to say hi. Maybe it was to make you feel better about your day. Maybe it was to connect to write a book. We don't ever know, but when we pay attention to those nudges, that's how I believe you live your best life alive. And on the big stuff, when something happened, like I was nudged to move to Maui, Hawaii, and I thought, that is crazy. I don't know anybody there. That doesn't make sense. I have a child starting high school, like, and I just completely pushed it off, not knowing that the reason I was called to Maui is to start a cultural company, um, to a company over there and to start a nonprofit for kids while I continued, um, doing my health and wellness business. So a lot of times we get these big nudges and it has nothing to do with us, but that's how wow. I believe um, people truly live their life alive is by following these nudges. Wow. And I didn't know you were doing all that on Maui. That's awesome. Yes. Wow. It was fun. Busy time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so with the, the book, what credibility did writing the book give you for your life's work? Well, I think writing a book and actually completing it gives you credibility as a person in general, because a lot of people say they're gonna start, you know, write a book and they don't, and or I believe like if I was gonna choose a doctor, right? Like let's say I was choosing between two OBs and one I saw that like one wrote a book and one didn't. For some reason that OB that wrote a book seems like for some reason, maybe she's better, I don't know. But what happens is it leans to that credibility that they're actually putting their work into writing to be able to share their information and their knowledge in a different way to help people in a different way. And so um, the book, to me, I never even thought about that. I just wanted the book out there to do its thing. And all of a sudden people started asking me to coach them, coach them in business. Um, I started doing little workshops and retreats and it was phenomenal, the feedback and watching people grow into this um, work and be blessed by this work. And so it was fun for that. Um, and then I, but I also have to admit that I have, I had conflict because it started taking me down a path of, well, should I build this coaching business and retreat? And I have been in um, a social marketing company, Arbonne, a health and wellness company for 17 years now. And that wow. is my primary focus. I love helping coach people. I love helping people with health and wellness. And then I thought, how are these two going to fit together? And I struggled with that. And I think sometimes, and as I talk to other people wanting to write books, they have one career going on and they're wanting to write a book that has nothing to do with the other career. And it just seems like it's a conflict. And like, how do you bring these together? Well, I've learned you don't have to force it together. Let, let, you know, let your work evolve. And you have to remember the base of my work is to inspire others. So like mm -hmm. when I'm working in my health and wellness business, I'm inspiring other people to lead healthier lives. I'm inspiring other people to um, make choices in their life, whether it's supplemental income or to be part of a culture that's more and to live a different life and have more choices. But it's still part of my base of being inspirational and showing people that there's a way. Same with the book. And so even though I felt like for a while I was conflicted, it ends up evolving together because one, I meet people, 
I meet people here that I can serve them this way. I meet somebody else and I can serve them this way. And I, I get to meet so many people doing podcasts and it leads to, you know, business in this area and business in this area. So I think overall it's just building that network. I mean, that we're, to me, our net worth is always worth, our, our, is equal to our network. And to me, it's just expanding to meet more people and more contacts to really make a difference in the world. And so I think it's just um, a greater way to do that. And then, you know, years later, I had the nudge again to start the podcast. So I started my own podcast 30 days ago. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, called the living alive show. And I kept thinking, well, how does this fit in to the book and um, coaching and um, my health and wellness business? What's so amazing about it is you just, I got the nudge. I followed the nudge and I'm having so much fun doing it because you get to meet mm. so many different people and grow yeah. yourself. And um, so I'm having a blast with it. That's awesome. So, okay. So did, did the book's message coincide with your career? I, I know you've kind of touched on that. Um, or was it, was it completely different? I mean, it sounds like you kind of wrote it, um, in alignment, um, you know, just inspiring people. And, um, so can you talk a little bit about that? Maybe you've yes, already touched definitely. on it. Yeah, definitely. The book was about living your life alive. So anybody can pick it up. And I wrote it where there's a chapter and at the end of the chapter, there's questions. So it's really interactive because I believe we all know what, you know, we need to do. It's just having the right tools to bring it out of us. And then in the end, I actually interviewed people that I believe um, were living their life alive. And so I actually did interview people in, um, in and out of my industry in social marketing, um, because I do believe some of these people I've met through social marketing live amazing lives and truly live their life alive, not because of their title or because of their paycheck, but because how they choose to live their life. And um, so anybody can pick up the book. But I think that, you know, if somebody's listening and are having a conflict of like, why would I write this book if it's not going to help my current career or it has nothing to do with this part of me? I believe that all parts of us are supposed to come out. And so if you're thinking about writing a book and it just seems so off where, you know, what you've experienced already, there's a reason that you're getting that nudge and it's supposed to come out of you. And I have a friend who, if you looked at his resume, it would look like he's five completely different people. Mm. But what's great is when you can bring all of you to the table, to me, that's living your life alive because I don't want parts of me showing up in different places of the world. It's nice to, where you can bring all of you and say, this is who I am, all of me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I know that that's some of what I struggled with when I wrote my first book and, you know, it, it was a more spiritual book, but I came from a business background and, um, you know, it's always, it's always interesting when you write the book and how many different things you get involved with and, you know, how you become known. It's, it's kind of like an actor in a role and, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're pinned in at that role. And, um, but it's, it's fascinating because you can, you can write a book to position you too. And, you know, if you want to start doing something completely and totally different, you can write the book to position you into that thing. And, um, so that's, I mean, that's, all the politicians do it, right? Like, yeah, nobody runs, there wasn't a lot of book coming out first anymore. Nobody runs for, there's always the book. And I do think it's a way for people to get to know you in a different way and um, get more of the story instead of like, you know, a few minutes on TV or a few minutes in your, in your career that it can position you well, because people can really get to know you better. Yeah. Well, well, it's certainly your book, Living Your Life Alive. I mean, the title of it just 
tells you everything. Like you're, you're living your life, not only alive, but positively and you're doing some really wonderful things and you're an incredible inspiration. I mean, I've, I've known all, you know, the things that you've been involved with uh, since we've known each other, but uh, you're truly an inspiration. And um, so I want to know. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so what is, what is next for you? Um, you know, how do people find you? Um, you know, tell us about what's in your future and, and where we go to learn more. Well, the future is definitely just building out this podcast. Um, I have about 25 shows already recorded, but moving towards more um, and just asking my audience, you know, who they want to connect with and learn from. I do have a Facebook group that's really fun and motivational. It is called Follow the Nudges. So you can find um, a good group there to be part of. And then my website, you can just go to autumnshields.com. I actually have a free guide that you can download on seven steps to live your life fully alive. Um, and that's probably a good time to download it right now. And perhaps rather you are living alone or you have a partner or kids, it's kind of a fun worksheet that you can work through while awesome. we're um, quarantined. So that is good. And then the next big thing is I'm going to create some um, awesome retreats, um, to probably two to three a year where we just do some deeper work. Oh, how exciting. And, um, that's great. Uh, again, I mean, you just, uh, you're just like a power woman. You just keep going and it's, it's awesome to see you so inspired living your life alive. Um, well, Autumn, it was really great to have you on the show today. And as with all my clients, I am your biggest fan and I wish you great success on your book, your business, uh, your retreats, your podcast. I mean, gosh, you've got so much going on and I, I wish you good luck in the future. And I thank you so much for popping by on the show today. Yes. Thank you. And, um, you guys should go check out my book just to see the cover of it because N Nicole did the cover and it's awesome. I get compliments, <laughs> compliments on all the time that people just pick up the book just because of the cover. So check that out. Oh, thank you. Well, that's a wrap on today's show. I will have all of Autumn's contact information over on our blog. We look forward to the next show until next time. Check out our online book publishing program join our email list or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our let's get your book page